0: No
1: need to Have some wine and join us on the with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Happy Wineypalooza Wednesday. No need to wine and 20. Can you get on the camera? Wednesday. Have some wine and join us on in Wineypalooza Wednesday with the Green Family. Thanks, Ella. I'm just going to be over here drinking my apple sangria and ignoring my husband.
0: It's really good apple sangria, by the way.
1: Are you drinking it, too? Yes. Hmm, maybe it'll help. Maybe it'll help tonight. So, my topic this week is setting boundaries. Um, She got your email and your family is always sent hugs, hearts, and hope. Oh, thank you, Melissa. We appreciate that you stop in every Wednesday, even though you have a date every Wednesday. I think your book club or something. Okay, so anyways, we're gonna talk about setting boundaries tonight. Um, It keeps coming up in my life not only for me and noticing that I'm getting better and it's getting easier for me to set boundaries, but also noticing the women around me and how they can or can't effectively set boundaries. So um, I'm hoping that this is going to help all of us tonight to talk about boundaries because it's super duper important for us all to be able to set healthy boundaries in our life And it will help you in every area of your life, which we're going to talk about. Super duper. And um, I just want to talk to you first. Let's start with the type of women that I have observed through the years. Okay, so I'm going to just give you some observations that I have made as someone who loves to observe human behavior. Um, So first off is um, passive in setting boundaries, which really annoys me. Um, These are women who make excuses or lie instead of being direct and trying to set a boundary. They'll try to set like a passive boundary. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: How do I set a passive boundary?
1: I make something up.
0: Can you help with the committee for the event?
1: Well, no. Let's not talk about the PTA. No, I was
0: asking you to give me an example of a passive boundary when someone asks you that question.
1: No, I'm busy that night. Okay. Okay. So that's not a really clear, concise boundary. That's like- Especially
0: since you weren't busy that night.
1: Well, and some people are passive about it and some people just outright lie, which is even more annoying. (laughs) I have seen women just lie right in front of me. I know that they're lying. Um, Just be direct. I mean, I have seen plenty of women be direct and concise and be able to set a boundary and they've been good examples for me and have taught me to be able to do that. I see women who are unable to set a boundary. They are so, they don't care what their feelings are. Um, You know, a lot of us are people pleasers and they care about pleasing everybody else around them and they don't worry about what they need. Okay, so that's not a healthy boundary. That's not healthy. I see women who are starting to take the right steps and I see that they're starting to learn to set boundaries. And I see women who are, so shy and introverted that they can't even wrap their minds around trying to set a boundary. So I've observed all of that through the years and um, hopefully I can shift everybody, including myself a little bit more to um, healthy, direct, clear, concise boundaries. Seth is good at boundaries. I'm sure Seth will jump in as I'm talking. But this is not an area that Seth needs to work on. Seth is good. Um, we don't need to make Seth more direct.
0: <laughs> Thanks, honey. <laughs> I will also take that as a sincere compliment. I
1: don't think that you need to work on this. Do you?
0: I don't think I need to work on being more direct. There there are times that I do try and avoid conflict. I, but I think I have other areas that I need to do much more work on before this one.
1: I think sometimes you get very focused on pleasing me and aren't always aware of what you need in the situation.
0: Yes. So I was going to say, if I needed to work on it with anybody, it would be me. It would be you.
1: So I think with everybody else, including your children, you're better with everybody else.
0: Yes.
1: Um, you could probably work on it a little with me. Yes. And I think I, from the, you know, 15 year old dating to the 46 year old married, I have gotten way better in my relationship yes, for sure. with being able to set a boundary. You're very
0: good at setting boundaries with
1: me. Yeah, but I wasn't. That's, that's progress. Yeah, I mean, oh, I
0: give you all the credit, for sure. I'm
1: just saying that if you knew me when I was 15 and dating, you wouldn't recognize me.
0: That's probably that's awesome. A, that's
1: a good thing. We yeah. don't want to recognize our 15-year-old self. Um, okay, so <laughs> so let's talk about the areas in our life that we need to set boundaries in. And phys- I started in my blog with physical boundaries because I feel like those are the most important boundaries to teach our kids. And we are teaching ourselves and learning ourselves how to set boundaries. And, we, and our kids are watching us. So our kids are learning how to set boundaries from us. So if they see people walk all over you, then they're gonna let people walk all over them. So um, who was I talking to the other day and they said oh one of my podcasts it was one of the experts that i was talking to they said you have to start at a super young age with your kids i mean like if you have a two-year-old or a one-year-old you can start then and teaching them that their body is theirs like no nobody should be making them uncomfortable touching them the doctor was so good um with ella when he was examining her he was like honey i'm a doctor mom's right here so it's okay that i'm examining you like they say those kind of things and you know like i like that they're teaching our kids that because we don't want them to think that anyone else can touch them or get too close to them my my daughter has a friend um had a friend who was always like in her space and I was trying to teach her how to assertively and kindly, because we want them to be assertive, but we want them to be kind.
0: I, I, um, can, can you expand on that? I, I got some close talkers I could, I could work on with that.
1: Well, this friend, close talkers are, make me very uncomfortable. And um, what I said to Lily was that you need to just ask her, you know, can I please have some personal space? you know can you just back up a little bit and like trying to teach her how to be kind about it because i didn't want lily to get so frustrated that she was rude about it and was like back up you know like i didn't want her to like make upset her friend but i wanted her to have her personal bubble and they teach you in elementary school that like you have this area around you that is your own personal bubble and i don't know why people think that they can step into that bubble it's very odd to me i don't i that's someone who hasn't learned healthy physical boundaries. Um, hopefully, COVID helped a little bit with that because we were all like, you know, we need some so, we need some social distance. But you know, just teaching our kids that and ourselves that it's our body, and you know, we don't want people in our space. We don't want people to touch us that in ways that makes us uncomfortable. Super important. Probably the most important boundaries we can teach our children. And you know that leads to sexual boundaries. And I really need to talk to my kids about this, especially Max, who's about to turn sixteen. We we only want to do things that make us comfortable. Seth and I just watched a movie on Netflix, yeah. and it was so disturbing to watch what happened to this girl. You know, she was at a party. And you can only imagine the things that happened. My children are right in the next room listening, so I'm not going to get graphic. But I need to teach them how to keep themselves safe and how to be able to say no. And even adults, you know, like partners, ask partners to do things that make them uncomfortable. Like we need to be able to communicate and say no and say how we feel about things. Emotional boundaries is probably like one of the biggest things in our lives and I have learned that I just want to surround myself with people who make me happy and make me feel good and I think I didn't always realize that and I didn't always realize what I wanted or how people were making me feel like if you're around someone who insults you says nasty things to you makes you feel bad like that's not someone to keep in your life you don't have to keep people in your life I've had a few women that I did not stay friends with for um, boundary reasons. Like I had to set boundaries with them. Like you can't, um, first of all, you can't accuse me of things that I would never do and of course didn't do. I am going to say, I am not perfect. I make mistakes all the time. I was just super annoyed with my husband for technological stuff. You know, like I screw up every day, but I'm not gonna accuse someone of something that they didn't do and if people do that to me or they're unkind to me i um distance myself i have learned to block people i was really uncomfortable doing that for a while why would we it be uncomfortable blocking someone that we don't want messaging us texting us um posting not nice things on our pages like protect yourself protect your emotional bubble Right? I
0: like the idea of mo- an emotional bubble. Well,
1: yeah. And, you know, we have the right to our feelings. We, our feelings are important. Um, Seth and I have talked about feelings a lot in our relationship because... Every day. We joke that I have a lot of feelings. We joke about it. Yes. And Seth has said, I want you to have your feelings. Can you have them a little less passionately? Right? So he's not no. upset that i'm feeling this way just like whether it's like super serious or super excited or super mad or super super super, a super like woman. i'm super so tone it down a little bit we don't want people to be uncomfortable with how we're expressing ourselves you know we can be angry but we can't yell at people and taking a moment <coughs> and collecting ourselves before we communicate because Nobody in our life deserves to be yelled at, our kids, our spouse, and guess what? We don't deserve to be yelled at, and we don't deserve to have someone making us uncomfortable. So I don't want to scare people. I don't want people to scare me. So emotional boundaries is like a humongous topic. Um, Time boundaries. Um, This is a new lesson for me. Our time is precious. I just had this conversation with Lily's friend. Lily is always on the phone. She is walking with her phone as I speak right now. And she's probably about to call somebody else. And I was talking to her friend on the phone. And I was explaining to her that her time is precious. And she shouldn't be doing things with her time that she doesn't want to do. And I'm talking to myself too when I say that. Set limits around your time and respect other people's time. When I am um, doing a podcast, I always say to the guest, What is your hard stop time? When is your next appointment? Like, I want to be respectful of their schedule, and I want to tell them there's a lot of times that I will say, Listen, I have to stop at this time because I have to go pick up my son. I say that a lot because I want them to know, you know. 1.45 145 yes. is like my hard stop time for the day. Yes. And I got to go jump in my car for a few
0: hours. You seem to
1: <laughs> So, okay. So, time boundaries. Um, my friend and I had a discussion about the PTA this month. And there's some things that we're responsible for. And we were invited to a dinner. And we were like, you know what? We have so much going on this month. Um, we're not going to add a dinner to our lives. We We have to we have to be balanced and we have to be able to say no and we have to do things that we actually want to do um financial you're gonna love this one you read this did you like that i wrote about financial boundaries i was
0: very pleasantly impressed and surprised
1: i figured you would be we have a, we had a discussion about what are we comfortable spending without talking to each other? Yep. So what am I allowed to go spend? You should probably
0: update that number because that discussion was a long time ago. Yeah,
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I can't even tell you. I can tell you what the guesstimate is. Um, was it $500? You
0: are correct.
1: That was a wild Good guess. Man, that was a long time ago. That was a wild guess. That was a I really, guess. I don't think I would be comfortable even spending $500 without talking to you. You know that? Like, I was going to spend $500 today, and I had to talk to you first. Right? You, you know, didn't
0: have to talk to me, but you did. Talk, I wouldn't, you chose to.
1: I wouldn't have done the $500 deposit well, that, without that, talking right, to you. Right, but that
0: was, if it had just been $500, that I would have been fine with it. It's because it was a $500 deposit on a large item that it is a lengthy commitment that I think, I'm hoping that that's why you brought it up to me, but if you went and spent... Hey, I bought myself a ring for 300 bucks. I wouldn't care.
1: I wouldn't do that. I think you're more comfortable. Um, Hanukkah and Christmas. So, okay. So that is an excellent, excellent point, Joette. I didn't think about that. We do talk about um, an estimate of what I'm going to spend.
0: So this is an interesting (laughs) topic. So we have had changes to this topic over the years. I used to think... Let's make a list of every single person you're buying for. Tell me how much you're going to spend. And then that will be the goal to shoot for in terms of, hey, Seth, go make me put an extra two grit, whatever it is in the budget for Hanukkah presents. And it never worked out. And I just got frustrated. And I realized you kept saying you ruin Hanukkah and you're no fun. And so for the last three years in a row, I've worked really hard at don't ask her what she's going to spend. I can guess in my own head and shoot for that. But I found that if I don't give you a hard time and try and micromanage what you're spending, which to me is planful, but if I don't do that to you, you actually have fun and you enjoy the holidays way better than if you're annoyed at me for trying to restrict your spending. And I've also noticed that by giving you freedom, you didn't go hog wild and spend a ton more than I thought you would, but you enjoyed the process better. That's my two cents. I
1: think it's just communication. I think we could communicate better about the holidays and what we want to spend. I think we should talk about a roundabout of what we want to buy the kids and how much we want to spend and how much we want to buy other people. Um, I think that there's there should be a general discussion to begin, but I don't think there should be a detail-oriented... Stretchy. I know how you are. I know how you are. I know no. that you're a financial planner. I respect it. We have to respect each other's financial boundaries. And... Like, what are we comfortable spending our money on? Seth is like, do you want to spend that money on the pool? Like, that's a lot of money. And I was like, Ugh.
0: There's an opportunity cost, right? Every dollar you spend on one thing is something you're not spending on or investing in something else.
1: Well, and I like that my friend said that she talked to her daughter about what they're comfortable giving her for her wedding. What are they comfortable spending on college? What are they comfortable? Like some parents say, I'm going to contribute you know, $10,000 per year for college and anything over that is your responsibility. Where are you or,
0: going to college for 10 grand?
1: I'm, I gave an example. Sorry, sorry. I, I don't, trying. first of all, first of you all. See, that's not even a semester. I have no idea what college costs. I'm scared. I don't want to ask you. I don't want to know right now. Okay. Okay, I should know
0: yeah I, I appreciate the honesty of your denial.
1: I'm in denial.
0: That's a different boundary.
1: Hardcore. I me and my financial denial is not healthy. So
0: <laughs> I love you.
1: Okay, financial boundaries. How much are you and your partner comfortable spending on a wedding for your daughter? How much are you comfortable spending on college? Um, are you paying for college? Are your kids paying for college? How much are you comfortable? We had a discussion about our house. What are we comfortable spending on our house? I was way above what Seth wanted to spend on a house. Yes. And I think that, mm, did we compromise? Yes. We tend to compromise on money, right? I tend to come down. You tend to come up. Yes. Do you, you can tell me if you disagree.
0: I agree most of the time.
1: I think I did a good job today saying yes. to you. Yes. Oh, totally. Right? You did a great job today. I'm I d- very impressed. I purposely did a good job today because I'm trying to be financially responsible. I am
0: very b- proud of you.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm more financially responsible. You are, definitely. But I you also are improving. I haven't jumped into the holiday spending yet. So, so we'll talk. Uh,
0: I've already got a plan that you're going you're going to do what you're going to do and I'm not going to interfere and it's going to work out.
1: Oh my god. Well, I don't we don't need to do that. Um, We worked
0: the last couple of years. You had an enjoyable holiday. I wasn't the Grinch. I didn't ruin it. Those were your words, not mine.
1: Okay, so as we're talking about boundaries, my advice to Seth and I and all of you, talk to your spouse about what you're comfortable spending on the holidays. Don't go in debt buying people presents. It's not worth it. They don't need the $100 present. If buying everybody expensive presents is going to put you in debt, Bring it down. Everybody loves the thought. I feel they love like you anyway. they love you anyway. Um, work boundaries. You're really good with work boundaries. Yes, much I am. better than I was, um, much better than I am. Um, if Seth needs to get something done, he's really good at shutting his door at work. Um, there are
0: designated times when my door is open; the rest of the time, it's closed.
1: Right. So, so we need to respect everybody's work boundaries. So. So, as a supervisor, my door was open. They knew they could come in and ask me questions. When I was busy, I shut my door I didn't answer emails I didn't answer phone calls. I told you when I do a podcast, I respect their time. they respect my time um, i you know there's boundaries in every area of our life, and I think that The emotional boundaries, the physical boundaries, like that's what we need to be talking to our kids about. All this other stuff is great for us to learn and for our kids to see us doing it. But I think that if we could do, um, if we could focus in on physical and emotional boundaries with our kids, um, that is going to be like the most beneficial, I think. I don't know if you agree. I do. Okay, so how are we going to practice boundaries? The funny thing is... um, And Seth understands when I say this. We have to know what we want. Yes. If we don't know what we want, we don't know. How do you set the memory for it? I mean, there have been plenty of times Seth and I will ask each other what we want and we can't answer the question. We'll go back and forth and be like, well, what do you want? Well, what do you want? Well, you, are you, you we? You get mad when
0: I say I don't know.
1: Well, because
0: you're like, I don't know. I want you to know.
1: Well, and I get, I think that sometimes we can get wrapped up in pleasing each other. Sure. And when we're wrapped up in pleasing each other, it's hard to know what we want. You
0: have to take turns.
1: We have to. It's a boundary
0: right there. It's your turn to. It's your turn to be pleased. No, it's my turn.
1: Well, and I like the whole compromise thing that we were talking about. Like, you might be over here at. A yeah. and I might be over here at Z and come to the middle with M. Like I like when we do that. Yes. I think we do that a lot. Yes. And um we have to practice and we have to be okay being uncomfortable. I mean, Lily had an audition today and she was texting me, um, I can't do it. She was te- I was about to leave the school with Ella. And she was texting me, I can't do it. And I was like, oh, she's going to come to the car and she's going to tell me she's not auditioning. <coughs> and she pushed herself out of her comfort zone and did it. And I am like, I'm so proud of her. I'm so much more proud of her than when she says, you know, I got on a hundred on my test. Well, of course I love when she gets good grades, and I love her studying so hard and working so hard. But her being afraid to do an audition and pushing herself out of her comfort zone, like, we have to do that too. So if we're uncomfortable with something, like setting a boundary or being direct about something, we have to be okay and just know we're going to be uncomfortable, and the more we do it, the more comfortable we get. Okay, so what... Am I going to challenge us for November? I'm ready. Um, so my friend posted that November is the perfect month to say no to things that bring us down or drain our energy. So we're going to focus on November being the no month, saying no to the things that you want to say no to, saying yes to the things that make you happy and bring you joy in your life. So challenge These are the challenges for November. You're gonna say no thank you when you don't want to do something. You're going to practice expressing how you feel even when you're uncomfortable. We're gonna be clear with others. We're not going to go around the bush and be passive, make up excuses, lie. Just be direct, be concise, be direct, and think about what your boundaries are. Like we talked about all those topics, physical, sexual, um, financial, emotional, Work boundaries, like think about what are my boundaries, because you have to know what they are first before you can practice asserting them. And know, you know, know what you want. I don't always know what I want. If I don't know what I want, I can't enforce it. True. True.
0: You can't ask for it. You can't get it.
1: No. And what I keep telling people is that we can still be kind and be assertive. Right, We don't you can, have to yes, be, you
0: can be nice and polite. We
1: can be nice and polite and assertive. We don't have to be aggressive. We don't have to be mean about it. Um, my friend was just telling me at the football game that she was all annoyed about her car. And she got all pissy. She's like, I got all pissy. Well, we can be annoyed about our car and we can be assertive about it and be kind about it and not go to like a bad place.
0: You get more flies with honey.
1: That is somebody just used that line today. Good line. Good line. So your feelings are important. You are worthy. Your needs are important. You are worth the boundaries. Give yourself healthy boundaries. Teach them to your kids. And hopefully we can all set some limits and say no this month. Because it is November.
0: I would like to apologize that I did not handle your technological frustration well before the show. <sighs> I will work on that. I, I, I should have de-escalated you and encouraged you instead of getting frustrated back. And that did not work well, and I'm sorry.
1: Well, at nine o'clock at night, Seth decided to futz with something. Is futz the right word? Sure. And we did not have an agreement on it.
0: We did not have a hidden secret contract on that for sure. And I thought that I bought you something to improve your process. thought I had tried it earlier another day when I got it and it was all set. Did not know that it would. It isn't ready, and it would cause issues. I'm sorry.
1: Sometimes there's technological issues. Yes. I just did a podcast, and the camera refused to work. The microphone kept telling me that it wasn't working, but she said she could hear me. Um, sometimes technology doesn't cooperate. Right. So it cooperated. We recorded. This worked. And hopefully, we helped some people be able to um, set some healthy boundaries. I'm trying to think who is on my podcast this week. Is it Paige?
0: Isn't it Day in the Life?
1: I don't know. So we'll
0: check out whoever it is on Friday.
1: I usually try to look before I come on here, but um, my friend's daughter is a college student, and she wanted to talk to me about and interview me about her dream job because she is thinking about being a social worker. And I thought it was a really good conversation. So I think you're going to enjoy it. That might be this Friday, if I'm right. If I'm wrong, I apologize. Then
0: you'll be pleasantly surprised. Um,
1: and in my Whiny Plus a Mom group on Facebook, we are doing the November Gratitude Challenge. So come and find us and be thankful with us. Um, I feel like November is a month that reminds me of all of my blessings so um this is the month to be thankful and grateful for everything that we have in our lives and um thank you so much for joining us and ella are you going to come sing us out babe yeah give me a second. Coming. she's coming to sing us out thank you for watching money blues a wednesday with the green family thank you everyone have a wonderful week